Happy Tuesday! My name's Nick. My name is Alan. And welcome into the dungeon. This week we find ourselves back on the trail to Umbridge Hill, where Shrew Shrubbery is on the way to pay a visit to Adabra. As you approach the stone windmill perched on the slope of Umbridge Hill, you realize it's now been some time since your last visit to Adabra, and your eyes are drawn to its weathered yet enduring testament to the passage of time. Its solid stone walls, constructed with a kind of craftsmanship rarely seen in modern times, has stood the test of over a century, their rough surfaces now smoothed by the gentle caress of the wind and rain. The windmill surrounded by an iron fence that has also seen its share of the years. This windmill stands as a lone sentinel on the hillside. The fence, though slightly rusted, still bears the mark of intricate scrollwork, a testament to the artistry of its creators. It encircles the windmill like a silent guardian, separating the old structure from the terrain and the tombs that stretch beyond. The windmill's large wooden blades, painted a muted grey, creak and groan as they turn with the breeze, creating a soothing rhythm that seems to resonate the very heartbeat of the land. Time has etched its mark upon the windmill, its surface adorned with patches of lichen and moss that have found a new home in its crevices. The windows, though somewhat clouded with age, still allow glimpses of the rolling landscape beyond, painting a picturesque scene of pastoral beauty. Seems we're here then, true? Yes, uh, we've made it. Quite a short walk compared to what we're used to by now, but a very nostalgic one, I'd say. Remember, Fenna, this was the first walk we took together in the beginnings. The beginnings of what is now known as Rue Shrubberies. Oh, yes, I, I remember. What good times. Sim- simpler times, I'd say. Well, not much simpler. <laughs> I seem to recall one, seeing the dragon in the distance, and two, that ferocious beast, Zurtas, and then three. <laughs> She starts panicking a bit as she's recounting the these tales. It's, all, it's, a, it's okay, it's okay. Slaying that poor deer and oh. leaving oh, yes. the poor fawn motherless. Oh, that's terrible. And then trying to drag it with these rollers across the... Oh, oh. yes, I had forgotten about that. Mm. Not our best moment, I'd, I'd have to admit. But you live and you learn. And here we are. Yes. It seems almost a lifetime ago. Mm. Anyway, let's not keep poor Adabra waiting any longer. I'm sure she is in great need of companionship. Alone here in the wilderness. We carry on and make it up to Adabra's door, to the windmill and have a little knock. A moment passes and you hear the shuffling of feet coming towards the door. Who's calling at this hour of the night? It is I, Shrew, of Shrew's Shrubberies. Oh, you've returned? Yes, of course. You hear the, the door unbolting. Adabra greets you warmly as she stands in her workshop. A figure of both wisdom and warmth. Despite her relatively compact stature, she possesses a solid and robust build, typical of dwarves. And her presence exudes an air of quiet authority. Her hair, a rich chestnut brown, streaked with strands of silver, is pulled back into a practical bun, revealing her kind, age-lined face. 
and she stands there dressed in simple earth-toned robes, adorned with colourful patterns of wildflowers and herbs. Oh, what come in there? Don't be stood out there in the cold. Oh, thank you, thank you. Always the most gracious of hosts. What brings you back to Fanlin? Well, last I'd heard you'd been off on one of your adventures. Yes, well, the aim was always to come back and, uh, you know, defeat the dragon. Oh, yeah. He's still flying around. Yes, yes. I I still haven't got to that part yet. And I was here, perhaps. You could sell me some of your wares, some of your potions, you know. But I don't know if you've heard. Um, Fandling was attacked. Ah, yes. I was there picking up the pieces. Mm. Tending to the wounded and, you know, assisting with giving the last rites to those who sadly don't make it. Of course. You see, after all, you were needed in Fandling. That's a good thing I was not there when the attack happened. Otherwise, perhaps I wouldn't have been there to aid with the aftermath. Yes, yes. I suppose you're right. Anywho, we were thinking that maybe we could crash here for the night one last time and before we set off to Normangard and eventually up the mountain to... You're going to be heading up the mountain like that? I thought. She, she looks you up and down. You'll catch your death up there. You need to make sure you're... Wraps up nice and warm. Oh, yes. Of course, yes, yes. I can have a look upstairs, see if there's any fur cloaks or hats I can part with. But you'll be wanting to wrap up nice and warm before going up to Icebarrow Peak. It's cold down here. You'll be freezing off your whiskers up there. Hmm. Well, that, that would be wonderful if you could spare any attire that would be best suited for climbing the mountain. We would greatly appreciate that. Actually, I think they're, there's some leather armor that belongs to you. You know, when you left that mess of those red locks oh. up, in, <laughs> yes. up in my attic? Sorry, sorry about that. A uh, moment of, of madness. Um, it does suit you, though, and she playfully scruffs your peach fluff that's growing from the top of your head. Thank you, thank you. Leave the armor, keep it, or sell it, or do or what you must with it, but I, I shall not be needing it. As, as you can see, I'm... I'm equipped with the finest of armors, leather armors, this side of the Sword Coast. Look at this. Look at the intricate work and the smell of polished, waxed, oiled, rather, leather. Beautiful. I have some fine craftsmanship. And look at my shield. It's of the best wood you'll find in the land. It looks like you've been keeping yourself busy going treasure hunting. Well, well. These are but gifts given to us for our greatness and our heroics in Fandling. Yes, yes, a patron of ours, yes, yes. He paid for these. Well, that looks a little bit more generous than that old fool Harbin usually is. Oh, yes, this is not Harbin. It was a great man. Uh, what, what, who, who was he exactly, Thalian? I, I believe his name was Crafferin. That, that, Crafferin. Strange, uh, elfin fellow. Hmm. Brilliant. He's waiting for me at Lylon. After all this unfortunate business is over, I'll, I'll go there and, you know, he'll be waiting for me there and we'll continue our adventures there where we are wanted. I have. Fortunately, there were some posters with your face all over town. Mm, yes, the orcs were after me. You seem different as well since last time you were here. How so? Well, you don't have whiskers and. Oh, yes. Your affliction? You managed to cure yourselves? Yes, yes. Luckily, we found Sister Garel, and she cured us. Well, that's great news. Hmm. 
Indeed. So now that I remember, I didn't say bye-bye to her. I was supposed we were supposed to check on on Bernie. Oh yeah, poor Bernie. We did say our sister girl would be there in the morning. Yes. How could you forget, Fabian? How is this my fault? But you were the one that was moping around that well, you wanted to leave. I'm, uh, I, I'm, uh, if we listened to you, you wouldn't even have that exquisite set of armor. I've got a lot of things on my mind and in my hands. And you're supposed to keep tab of all these things and remind me. Well, that reminds me. You also said you'd go back and check on, on Bernie. And we took that cart from Harlia, which we haven't returned. Damn it! Fabian, where's the cart? Well, I, I believe we left it with that guard on that chest. Oh, well... She can go and look for it then. Anyway, enough about fandling. We are here to to rest up and maybe buy some wares. Do you have any of those potions? Well, I'm a little bit low on potions of healing. You know, mm. getting everybody back to good health. But um, no friend of mine from the woods actually passed by here. Yes, Cookie. Cookie. Oh, you know Cookie? Yes, brilliant. Brilliant woman. Powerful potions. Very mm -hmm. different to what I normally brew. Yes, she she said that perhaps you had some. Well, yeah, I've got a, a few potions. I've got some potions of cold resistance. Mm, that sounds appropriate for where we're going. I also have potion of climbing. Mm, also useful in a mountain. Potion of watchful rest. What What does that do? Well, when you drink the potion, magic can't put you to sleep. And you can remain awake during a long rest and still gain all the benefits. Ooh. We also have one potion of comprehension. Well, I think Fabian would do well with that one. It's a bit dense. You just catch him from the corner of your eye, rolling his eyes. He can't take a joke, too, apparently. Anyway, what does that do? It allows you to comprehend languages for about an hour. Hmm. And then, you know, some of the usual. Got, um, I believe we've only got two potions of greater healing left. Well, those would be useful, but I'm going to be honest with you. I don't have a lot of money. Not enough gold for all of these wonderful potions you're listing here. Well, you know me. I can give you a little bit of discount if you're here to, you know, help get rid of the dragon. Mm -hmm. Still comes at a bit of a price. Mm. I'm going to roll a perception for a Deborah. It's a mighty fine dwarven-looking axe you got there. Ooh, I wouldn't be touching that, though. Ooh, is it magical? It is. But it's cursed, too. Hmm. Not very good, then. Not at all, no. But that craftsmanship, it's made by my kin. Oh, yes. We found it in a shrine. There was a very glum-looking statue of a dwarf holding it. Well, I bet he was glum if you took his axe. I'd be glum, too. Well, he was glum before it. He was glum because it was a cursed item. That should have been a dead giveaway, then. <laughs> well, yes, now that you mention it, yes, indeed. But I told you. Fabian is not the sharpest of tools. Well, I seem to recall you trying to pull now, a stitcheroo now, now, and Fabian, all these spiders uh, well, uh, came. Fabian, Fabian. All these spiders talking, came because of you. I'm talking to our dear friend here. Please don't interrupt. Anyway. I would believe half of what he says. Well, whilst you're badgering on, I'm going to start making myself comfortable by the fire. So, do you have that potion? The, the one Cookie makes? Aye, she brought some of those cold resistance ones. Oh, did, didn't she make ones of... It was a wonderful potion she mentioned, and it gave you wonderful stuff. Oh, look who doesn't remember now. She said that next time she would be here, she would leave some for you. Oh, yes, well, that's why I have you as my my memo-taker, my, my note-taker. Thank you, Fabian. Well done. Well, I'll tell you what. At least knowing that the axe is cursed, 
means I won't be doing anything foolish like, you know, trying to attune myself to it. But an axe like that, do you mind if I have a look? Uh, I'll be honest with you, I'm a bit hesitant to let you even touch it. You haven't seen what it did to our friend Murkob here. By the way, is Murkob still... Yeah, he's still a, a peasant. Well, I'll tell you what, that sort of axe can go for some serious gold. And the potions you're asking for, quite a bit of gold as well. Yes, but I'm not comfortable. I think this axe has to be destroyed somehow. Well, stick it in one of the tombs outside with its kin. No, no, Good no. old dwarvish hands. No, no, no. A, a, a cursed item with, with dead people. Are you crazy? They've been dead over a century. Well, what if they awaken when I place this... No, no, that would do no good. Are, are you mad? Let's not tempt a disaster here. Well, now that Sister Grail's back, I'm sure she can, uh, she can try and help get rid of the curse. No, she cannot. She can help the cursed person, but the curse remains on the axe. I know it's a lot of gold, and I know that perhaps it would aid me in buying the potions from you, but... Uh, well, consider it a pawn. I, uh, you can uh, come back for it after you... You want to be going after a dragon with a cursed axe on your back? Well, I know what it does, and I know I won't touch it, but... I can keep it hidden here. I don't know. I'm not... So you're going to go walking into the dragon's den with a nice, shiny bronze axe. You know, I don't know much about dragons, but stories be told of the... They like shiny stuff. I'm just gonna march in there with a cursed item of all things. Well, perhaps he'll leave if I can give it to him. <laughs> I think it won a bit more than just an axe, but... Oh, well, it's your axe. I can give you a discount, but it's still gonna be quite a bit of gold for everything. How much are you talking? Oh, what is it you're after? Well, all of them, if possible, obviously, but... She grabs a piece of parchment, sort of licks her fingers and starts scribbling and doing some math. Well, to take everything would be 1,589 gold. Ooh, I can... Well, I can look at the time. It's getting rather late. Huh? The best I could do tired. is 1,500 gold. <laughs> that is... That's the best. That's at 25%. 25%? What? Of the total value. I'm losing 75% here. It's just because it's you. I'm not very good with maths. I'll take your word for it, but... That's... A, that's... Look, all I have is... A dwarvish axe, which I'm interested in. It's part of my heritage. I have 112 gold, 80 silver, <laughs> 80 silver pieces, and 450 copper pieces. That will barely, that will barely get you the potion of comprehension. Perhaps you should buy that and drink it, and then you'll comprehend just mm. how much this is all going to cost you. No, I, I understand, but look, I'll make a deal with you. I'll bury the axe. Your back garden, not in a tomb, in your back garden, if you don't mind, we'll leave it there. You give me all this stuff for free, right? I go, I kill the dragon. You yourself said that the dragon likes shiny things, so I imagine the dragon will have somewhat of a horde up there in the mountains by now. Don't you agree? It could do. Well, whatever I find there, I bring it down and I give it to you. As much as I can, bring with me. I take the axe back, and that's your payment for these potions. If I die, if I don't come back, or if I come back with less treasure than what these potions cost, you can keep the axe. That sounds like a fair deal to me. Hmm. Then, let's do this. Do you have a shovel? Aye. There's a couple of shovels out there. Fabian, dig a hole in the back garden of Adabra, if you don't mind, and we'll, we'll bury this. No, I thought I was just a note-taker. Ask Murkup to do it. Well, you've been upgraded to note-taker and digger. Perhaps once we've had some food in us. 
Okay, Morgob, would you mind doing me a favor? Let's expedite this as much as we can. Can you go dig in a, a hole now that Fabian is getting rather rebellious? Yeah, sure, Shu. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I'll get to it. Thank you very much. It's glad to see some of Shu's shrubberies aren't just thinking of themselves all the time. Anyway, shall we eat then? Maybe have some food, some drinks, perhaps. Yeah, of course, I can whip something up. Thank you. Thank you very much. Quite an impressive badger you got there as well. Oh yes, this is Caspus. He's my friend. A gift from Sigurgen. Oh, he's a mighty fine badger. Hope he's house trained. If not, I'm holding you as responsible. And she points it true. Whoa, 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 hey, hey, hey. It's not my pet, it's Fenner's. If well, anyone's responsible, Aren't you her. part of Shrew Shrubberies? Who? All of you. Yes, yes, but it's her pet. Anyway, if you don't mind, I'm gonna go outside a second, see that Murgub is handling the situation well. Hopefully he hasn't dug up any of your vegetables and flowers or anything like that. Actually, I'm gonna roll an intelligence check for Murgub. Okay, it's it's decent. He's not gonna go, you know, digging up a tomb or digging up some flowers or vegetables. But did you give him the cursed axe? No, no, I'm going to take ah, it. I was no, going to say, bury it. <laughs> probably no, no. wouldn't have been the wisest no, move. No, no. Okay, so you're heading outside. Yes, I'm heading outside, going up to Murkub. Uh, Murkub. Right, true. How is it going? Well, uh, digging a hole. Hasn't been that long. Okay, okay. This looks like a good spot, doesn't it? Oh, brilliant spot. Love it. Good choice. Mm, would you be hesitant to reveal your true self to Adabra here? I mean, at some point you're going to have to... Probably better once we get rid of the dragon. I don't know, but... If she's been helping, you know, the wounded. I don't know if she's been putting the heads on pikes as well. Last thing she probably wants is to see an orc face in here. Yes, but uh, we are lying to everyone here. Well, we're not really lying. Yes, we are. <laughs> we are. We're just not sharing all the details, if you know what I mean. Yes, not really lying. Well, I'm not comfortable not sharing all the details either. Come on, Murgub. Well, are you going to get a shovel and, and help here, or are you just going to stand there? Oh, no, I'll help, I'll help. I start digging with him. But consider it. I promise you, nothing will happen to you. What about in Nomengard? <laughs> Probably not wise to reveal myself there either. Gnomes? Well, it doesn't matter, Murgub. Sure, my tribe probably killed quite a fair few of them. Well, again, your tribe. At some point, you'll have to reveal yourself. If you're going to be travelling with us, you're not going to be hiding behind a... A what do you say? A costume all your life, are you? No, just until we get rid of that damn dragon. Well, what What if we don't? What if we disturb it and it swoops down into Fandling and kills everyone? Then what? Well, then it doesn't make a difference whether they know I'm an orc or not. Well, next time we go to Lylon, will you be hiding? Trust uh, me, reveal yourself to Lylon. I'm not going to Lylon. Oh, yes, you are. You're coming with me. What happened to regaining Ice by Hold and creating a. An alliance, you were saying? We will create the alliance with Lylon. Forget Fandling. Fandling oh, you're is not my you're changing anymore. everything up on me now. Well, it's it's the same, just a different town. Significantly further away, I must add. Well, better wares. More exotic goods. You, you, you can't show yourself in Fandling. You said, you said it yourself, and now you want to... Oh, I seem there was some problem with undead there as well. Not something I'm familiar with. Well, we, we it'd be a shame to see you go and... You could help me with that problem. Well, our deal was to regain I Spy Hold, get rid of the dragon, and to set up some sort of trade with Fandolin. And now you're changing everything up on me. Not everything, I told you, just the place. Clearly, Fandolin has nothing, wants nothing to do with us, and 
Well, nothing to do with you, by the sounds of it. Oh, what do you think? They have everything to do with orcs. You, you said it yourself. Exactly why I didn't want to reveal myself. Well, then, how are you going to achieve this trade route without me? Well, once the dragon's gone, we can return, if you want to return, but I'm not going to lay long. Certainly not in my plans at the moment. Well, we'll talk about this when we kill the dragon. There's better to trade to be done at Leyland, trust me. So some time passes, and you now got a hole deep enough to bury the axe quite well. Well, good job. Let's let's cover this up and, and get inside for some, some well-deserved dinner. So I cover it up and get inside for some well-deserved dinner. So the axe is buried, yeah, in the... Yeah. So you walk back in and Dabra greets you warmly. Hi, hey, there's a pot of sausage stew there for you. I remember how much you like sausages. Mm, yes, quite. Well, do you have something more like vegetable you know, like green? Or you don't want a sausage? Well, it's not that I don't want it, but the question is, should I have it? That's a question, yes. Or I tell you the answer. The answer is yes. Of course I should have it. Why not? It's my sausage. It's my life. I can do whatever I want. Oh, Molasses eats all those leaves, and they don't shout, and they don't cry, and they don't have lives. Oh, yes. Molasses, the great druid. Well, he can do whatever he wants, I say. I'll have that sausage. Give it to me. Who on earth is Mal- Oh, Molasses, um, Cookie's husband. Yes. What's he done to you? Sat on his high horse, eating his greens. Well, I seem to remember him giving us shelter for the night and... Shut up, Fabian! Giving us some I'm food not talking to you! And giving us some potions at Jeez. very discounted prices. Jeez. Fabian, read the room. I'm angry. More like hangry. Mm. Give me those sausages. One, one more time isn't going to change anything, is it? They're already dead, Fabian. They're already dead. It'd be a waste. It'd be a waste. Oh, God, I didn't expect this with a simple sausage. Do whatever you want with the sausage. No, just, just put it on the plate, please. Let's let's not talk about this anymore. She presents you with a bowl. With mm-hmm. a big sausage mm-hmm. sort of sticking out of the soup. Ooh. I like it. Mmm, tasty. Whoa, what a nice recipe. Mmm, very nice. Anyway, Adabra, one thing. If you dig up the axe before we come back, the deal is off. We don't give you any treasure, Okay. Wait a ten day. If I'm not back by then, you can dig it up. It's all yours. But if I come back before that and dug up, the deal is off. Oh, remembers your part of the deal as well. You don't bring back enough treasure, it's mine. Yes, yes, of course. I'm letting you walk out of here with a thousand five hundred I know gold. This and is it's highly discounted. It should be more like almost six thousand gold. I know, I know, and I'm deeply grateful for that. I'm saying this for your good. Trust me. I know it can be tempting, especially it, as it's made by your own kin, to grab it, to see it. But I really, really, really don't want you to befall its curse. Once I'm dead, you can do whatever you want. Understood. I've left your potions over there, that bag. You've got four potions of cold resistance, two potions of greater healing, one potion of climbing, another potion of comprehension, and two potions of watchful rest. It's a good thing you're spending the night here as well. Why so? Well, that's dangerous out there. You know, between the dragon and... What was his name? Zurtas? Has he disturbed you anymore? No, he hasn't come too near the, the windmill. But the other day I could have sworn I saw two shadows flying in the sky. Seems he's got a friend. Really? Would I know anything about this? You've only seen 
Zurtas, you haven't seen in your adventures eh? anybody else with him. Mm, I did tell him to leave some prey for the wolves and the animals of the forest. I don't know if he bothered to listen to me, but hopefully he did. Well, this will surely... Mm, mm, mm. Sorry, sorry. This will surely aid us in the quest to kill the damn dragon. Thank you very much. And thank you for placing your trust in us. I assure you, we will come down with hordes. Hordes of gold. And if we don't, we have a treasure chest buried somewhere. <laughs> yes. Lots of gold and diamonds. We were supposed to find the elves, Fabian. Damn it. Did you, by any chance, when you were helping Fundling, Adabra, see a family of elves? Young girl and father and mother? Not from the town, no. They were merchants. Can't say that I did. Mm-hmm. There was a lot going on that day. Mm. Um, but now I don't recall seeing, seeing them there. Yes, well. Okay. Perhaps they left with that fool Harbin. Hmm. Well, possibly they were from Neverwinter. Anyway, thank you for the dinner. I'm really quite tired, if I'm honest. Do you mind if we tuck her in and sleep? No, of course not. Make yourselves comfortable. I'll go upstairs and I'll check if we've got any cloaks or furs. Hmm, thank you. And so she leaves Shrew Shrubberies to hanker down for the night. And as you all start to fall asleep, you're listening to the heavy rain that's now falling on the roof, just creating a lullaby of sorts, together with the rhythmic whirring of the windmill's blades. So morning comes, and you wake up feeling rather restful. Oh, that was a brilliant sleep. Mm. Might not have been as comfortable as the Stonehill Inn, but much better than what we've been used for for the past ten days. Oh, Caspus is quite cuddly. Mm, yes, so is Murgub. So how was you spooning me then last night? <laughs> I shall not confirm that or deny that. I could have sworn I was being cuddled. Kind of nice to be the small spoon for a change. Well, you are quite warm. And I was feeling rather cold. It's no joke. We'll freeze to death up the mountain. It's a good thing Adabra has given us these furs. Actually, she hadn't given them to you yet. But as you look around, you see that folded on a chair are a number of fur cloaks and furry hats. Should we wear them over our armor? Oh, I'm no expert, but I would say probably better over than under. Mm, yes. It's rather cold anyway, no? So we could... Yeah, it's winter, so... It is cold. It's going to be near freezing as you go up the mountain. Mm. But we could wear them now and not really be very hot, right? Or... Yeah. Okay, let's let's put these on and bid farewell to our dear host here and get going. Oh, should, should we wait for your friend, Fenna? Oh, yes, sir. Bryn was going to pop by and... Accompanies to a Nomengard. I'll tell you what, let's have a quick breakfast and wait for her. And we'll all go together. Sounds good to me. Last meal before we hit the road. That's right. So Dabra comes down and starts, you know, chatting with you all. Asking how you've spent the night. Get some food going. Some bacon and eggs. You hear a little knock on the door. Come in. Oh, sorry, it's not my house. Sorry. Beg your pardon. Why don't you go see who's at the door, Shrew? Okay, okay. I get up, walk to the door. Who is it? Hi, it's Bryn. Hmm. I don't believe... Who? Are you... Are you Shrew? Yes, the one and only Shrew. Oh, I spoke with your friend Fennel last night. Really? What did... Did she say good things about me? Yeah, she spoke very well of you. Hmm, that's that's good, Fennel. Thank you. Are you going to open the door and let me in? Oh, yes, of course, of course. Yeah, I open the locks. Come in, come in. 
So yeah, you see in front of you this gnome with a shock of wild auburn hair and a perpetual mischievous glint in her hazel eyes with a colourful patchwork coat and a floppy hat adorned with feathers. Ooh, nice hat. Oh, you like it? Very much. Right back at you. Quite a nice fur hat you've got on. Yes, yes, but I like the feather on yours. And she pulls one of the feathers and hands it to you. Ooh. Consider this a gift. Thank you. Oh, have you decided? Are you coming back to Norman God? Of course we are, yes. Oh, the kings are. We'll be very excited. Well, we are to see them too. They say they have something grandiose to mm. defeat this dragon. Really? Oh, yeah, the gnomes have been hard at work coming up with uh, something special. <laughs> what is it? Well, I don't know. I'm I'm not one of the inventors. Well, you haven't heard any rumors or anything, surely. Oh, well, uh, you know, Fiddlesib and Dabbledob were arguing over uh, some sort of straitjacket, but Whoa. you'd have to be a fool to put a straitjacket on a dragon. Who's going to put a straitjacket on a dragon? Well, 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 it's a big enough one. Maybe. And then they were talking about a sanity ray and a cover. Oh, there's so many exciting things. Whoa. You should come back to Norman. No, God. I am going. Right now, actually. You've, you've hyped me up. Let's go. Feda, Fabian, Murgob, get your stuff. We're ready to go. Murgob sort of looks over to you with, like, egg dripping down his chin. Half of a rasher of bacon. Well, we'll just sit down for breakfast. Well, f- finish up quickly. Uh, tidy up and let's go. So, Bryn, would you be able to get your hands on one of those crabs? Oh, one of the mechanical crabs? Yes, but one that kind of carries us. You know, no, you, you can ride them. Oh, you, oh, you can ride them? Yeah, there's a cockpit inside that you can... A cockpit? Oh, yes. You can get inside and control it. Really? Like a robot. Well, why didn't they tell me that when I was there last? Well, be, be, uh, actually, I was in the kitchen last time you were there. Oh. Uh, they did tell you you could take one, but they're no good out on the mountain. Hmm, yes, but... They're for stacking crates. Well, but don't you have one for mountains or, or, or one for roads? Can't, could or couldn't you, you marvelous tinkers, tinkerers, tinker one up? Oh, I suppose we could uh, put wheels on one. Ooh, yes. Wheels, like a cart. You make it go really fast. <laughs> I love you. Would you do it for me? Well, like I said, I'm not one of the tinkerers, but perhaps we can ask one of them to... Oh, yes, to, let's, let's... To tinker one. Mm, yes, and you've got good ideas. Great ideas, I'd say. Perhaps you should be promoted to... Oh, head tinkerer. Head thinkerer. Head thinkerer. Because you I don't like tinker, do you? Oh, no, I don't tinker, I thinker. Exactly. Head thinkerer. It would make a nice change from making all that mushroom bread. Listen, I'm going to talk to... Would you like some of the mushroom bread? And she pulls out a loaf from her her bag. Well, last time I ate that, I turned blue, so I think I'll pass. Yes, blue. You turned blue? Yes. From the bread? From the bread. From the mushrooms. Anyway. Oh, oh, were you you casting magic? Because magic and strange strange happenings there. That was it. That was magic, of course. Yes, yes, yes. But listen... I'll give a word for you to the kings. They're good friends of mine, of course, and the hero of Gnomengard. Oh, yes. They mentioned that you you killed a barrel and you got a carpet. Well, I, I didn't kill a barrel. I killed a mimic. And yes, well, the carpet was unfortunate, to say the least. But no, was... but, but the carpet was chasing one of the kings. Yes, well, I, I cut a carpet. Yes, I killed, I killed both the carpet and the barrel. Yes. Oh, true. The slayer of barrels and cutter of carpets. Well, it, it, it doesn't sound that good if you put it like that. Shrew the, and the rider of crabs. <laughs> mm, yeah, well, the rider of mechanical. You're the thinker. You're the thinkerer. Well, come up with a better name. That me- rider of crabs, cutter of carpets. No, no. Think of something better. Oh, okay. Well, I'll put my thinking hat on. Do you have one? 
Oh, this is my thinking hat. The one with the feather? Yes. Ooh, nice, nice. So think of a better name. A better name for what? <laughs> well, for, for, for me, a bit. But it doesn't matter. Don't, don't worry. We'll, we'll talk about this on the way up. No worries. Are we ready to go, shrew shrubberies? Yes, I'm, I'm ready. Fabian, are you ready? As ready as we're ever going to be, I suppose. Let's get up that mountain to Norman Garden. Hopefully they've got some information on slaying dragons, because I'm starting to worry that neither of us have a clue of what we've got to do here. Oh, Fabian, we just stick them with a pointy end, of course. Whilst it's flying above us, how are we going to get it down? We need to come up with some sort of plan here. We're just going to gallivant into ice by hold and, you know, tell the dragon, shoo, be gone. Since when are you the one that comes up with the plans? We have our thinker here now. Oh, so Bryn, was it? Are you going to come up with a plan to get rid of the dragon? Oh, me? No, no. <laughs> oh, I'm not going up with the dragon. Who gave you that idea? Oh, I did not say I'm going up with to kill a dragon. No, no, you can think of the plan, and then we go up. We kill the dragon with your plan. Oh, what if we put some wheels on the dragon and push him off the cliff? Well, that's a great idea. That's a great idea. I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm not putting it down. But how do we? How would we put wheels on a dragon? And well, even... first we put the uh, what's it called? The straitjacket on him from Fiddlestick and Dabbledom. Mm. And then we zap him with the ray of insanity. Well. And then I attach some wheels to him. Oh, and we push him off. But I'm not going up there with you. I'm a squishy little dome. He'll kill me. Yes, He'll of course. Me. Don't, don't worry. But I like where this oh, is going. What a nice badger! Oh yes, this is Caspers. Oh, I love badges. Sorry, you were saying, Shu. It's okay. We can talk about it on the way up. We've got time. Shall we go? Oh, I'm ready when you are. Fabian. Yes? Go thinking of the plan. Oh, now you want me to think. Shh. Keep, don't, don't hurt her. He means the best. Clearly she is crazier than Thickelstick and Dumbledore. They all seem... I wonder why Fenner is in that. But she's not from... Animated. She's not from Normangard, is she? I suppose she grew up. Was it Neverwinter? Hmm. But yeah, I'm seriously consensual. We don't know anything about killing a dragon. I know, I know, Fabian. We need to find some information. Surely these great gnomes will have some sort of information there. Do you think Adabra might have a book about slain dragons? Oh, she doesn't seem like the dragon slain type. Hmm. Did we ever ask that in if they know anything about dragons? They seem to know about that dragon sword. This dragon sword. He looks down at his scabbard that's by his side. No, no, we didn't. And we didn't expect them to run off to Axel, Fabian. I'm worried. I'm sure they'll be all right there with Holly's men. Well, they went missing. All of them went missing. That is true. Well, they seem to have a knack of getting into trouble and finding their way out. Well, with us there. We're not there this time. We should be there, but we're not. What are you saying, then? That we take a detour? I don't know anymore. I, we need to kill this dragon once and for all before it swoops down and flattens Fandling. Oh, I thought you didn't care about Fandling anymore. I care about the people there. I care about our friend William. Halia. Oh, Halia. Sister Damn girl. Damn it, I never went to see her. Yeah, <laughs> you need to jot these things down, Fagan. You are the notekeeper. But we've risked our lives for... People we didn't care half as much about as we do for Norvus and Dazzling. We just let them die. Or well, perhaps the gnomes know something of Axum as well. It's close by, right? 
as far as I know. But then again, the little I know was what Dazzler and Orbis shared with us. But it seems to be relatively close. Well, let's go to Nomengard. Once we talk to the kings, fiddlesticks and Dumbledore, then we can... That, that wasn't the kings. No, I mean, we speak to the kings, then we speak to Fizzlesticks and Dumbledore, and then we can decide what we do from there. The kings were called Nurkli and Wibby, Wibby, Wibby Wob. Kobold. Kobold. Kobolds. That, 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 was, that was Kobolds. That was his Nurkli and Kobolds. Yes, yes. That was it. Anyway, we should get going. Let's go. Be safe in your travels, Shrew. Thank you. And you stay safe here. We'll be back when we've killed the dragon. I hope you will. And she waves from her door and watches you and Shrew Shrubberies start making your way towards Nomengard with your new friend, the colourful gnome, Bryn. So on this cold winter's morning, you set out from Umbridge Hill, having bid farewell to Adabra, with your breath forming fleeting clouds in the frigid air and the sun a distant, feeble orb in the grey sky. It casts long shadows across a snow-covered landscape. The air is crisp, and a palpable sense of adventure hangs in the air as you embark on your journey to Nomengard. Led by Bryn, the path meanders through a sparse and serene forest, where frost-laden branches glisten like a thousand diamonds. The trees, their branches heavy with snow, creak and groan in response to the chilly breeze. The hushed silence is occasionally broken by the soft crunch of your boots on the cold, frozen ground as you make your way up the hills towards the mountain. As you trudge onwards, you come across a meandering stream, its icy waters glistening in the diffused light. You follow it uphill, knowing your way back to Nomengard, your breath continuing to be visible as you exhale, and the air growing colder with each step as the faint sun's warmth begins to wane. You're now approaching the final stretch of your day's march towards Nomengard, and here the landscape changes gradually, with the terrain becoming more rugged and trees giving way to rocky outcrops. Roll me a perception with advantage. Ooh, this is a first roll with the new D&D magazine dice. Yeah, let's see if it brings me any luck. Not bad. A 16 and an 18. Mmm. So a total of 22. So as you're taking in your surroundings, your eye is drawn to a solitary tree, its gnarled branches heavy with frost. What catches your eye, however, not the tree itself, but dozens of tiny colourful birdhouses hanging from its branches. Hmm. Look over there. What is that curious tree? I've never seen anything like that. No. They're like birdhouses. You can hear the soft chirping and tweeting of birds nearby. The chirping and tweeting? So you said you rolled a 21, was it? 22, please. The 18 was actually on the new dice. Oh, nice. So 22. So as you're looking from here and you're hearing the birds tweet and sing... You notice that each of the birdhouses seems to be uniquely crafted and painted with vibrant hues, creating quite a patchwork of colours against the white canvas of the snow. It's clear to you that these birdhouses are works of art, created with care and creativity. You notice that at the back of this tree trunk, facing away from you, appears to be a gnome huddled under the tree, a colourful knitted hat sticking out against the snow. Are we close to Normangard? Yeah, you're not far now. Right. Fenna, Bryn. Oh, yes. Look, a little friend there. Oh, yes, that's one of one of ours, probably. What's he doing there? Is he dead? Oh, I, I hope not. Let's, let's go and check him. Friend! I start rushing up, clumsily trying to get my feet above the snow. Friend, are you alive? Oh, hello there. Oh, 
ho ho, and you see this gnome who stands at a modest height of just under three feet, which is quite typical for a gnome's stature. His skin is a warm, rosy hue, hinting at a life spent outdoors in the brisk mountain air rather than inside the caves of Nomengard. His round face is adorned with a playful smattering of freckles, which seem to dance around his cheeks like constellations in the sky. A shock of wild, silver hair tumbles from beneath this colourful knitted hat, which is adorned with braided tassels and pom-poms that sway with every movement. A few strands of hair peek out from under the hat, adding to the gnome's endearing and dishevelled appearance. You also notice that his eyes are framed by a pair of round spectacles perched on a button-like nose, which sparkle with curiosity and mirth. They have an infectious twinkle, as if each gaze is an invitation to share in his sense of wonder. Well, aren't you a cute little chappy? Oh, 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 aren't you a cute little chappy too? Yes, I am. I like that feather in your hat. I like that hat, with its bubbles and all that. I, I want to get you and put you in my garden. Oh, we're not that kind of gnome. I know, but you'd make a cute ornament. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm taken aback by all in these lovely hats and jovial-looking fellows. What were you doing under this tree? Well, I come out here to feed the birds and to make more little birdhouses for them. Ooh, the birds. Why such a fascination for them? Oh, I'm, I just like the, the colors and the songs. What types of birds are they? Oh, all kinds. I'm, I'm no, I'm no uh, a bird watcher per se, but I just enjoy all the birds. Hmm. You notice that his attire as well is a reflection of his artistic and creative spirits. He's wearing a patchwork winter coat adorned with bright and contrasting colours, almost as if the very fabric of the garment was made from remnants of artistry. He's also wearing these whimsical trousers, which seem to be stitched together from various scraps, and his boots are sort of caked with mud and paint splatters, you know, evidence of a life lived outdoors and working with his craft. What's your name? Oh, my name is Tinklenook. Tinklenook? No. Ah, yes, I'm a resident of Nomengard, although I do prefer to spend most of my time out here. Well, nice to meet you. I am Shrewd. This is Fenna, Fabian, Murkob, and I'm sure you know Bryn. Oh, yes, Bryn. It's uh, been quite a while since we've seen you. Uh, I don't normally go much into Nomengard. I spend most of my time out here. Mm-hmm. But good day to you. Oh, good, good day to you too, Tingolduk. I didn't recognize you from down there. Oh, we've been thinking of plans to uh, put wheels on the dragon. Well, it's a work in progress. No, we haven't decided yet if that's the plan we are going for, but it's, it's an idea. It's an idea. Uh, well, as long as you keep him away from my birds. Yes, of course. Actually, seeing as you're here, we've got a moment to spare. Well, we're in a bit of a rush, but I couldn't say uh, no to a face like yours. Well, uh, the ladder that I used to reach up there and feed the birds has broken, and in my haste, I seem to have misplaced my tools. Would you happen to have any rope or have any magic that can help me fix the ladder? Fix the ladder, you say? Mm. Do we have any magic? Fenna? I don't have any, any any spells that can fix the ladder. We can't really use magic to fix this, but let, let me try and fix it. I have some rope here. I've got some things here that we can tie together, make it safe and sturdy. Oh, that is most kind of you. So I take out some rope and try and fix the ladder, make it as sturdy as I can. All right, roll me a sleight of hand with advantage, I'll say, because you're doing this carefully and with no rush. Fifteen. 
you spend a little bit of time and you, you manage to get some good knots with the rope that lash the, the ladder back together. Ooh, look at you! Do you not... Surely you've got some gnomish tinkering blood inside you. Well, I don't... What delicate little fingers. Yes, well, I'm a halfling, don't you know? And, you know, I don't know. We're not considered tinkerers, I say, but we like to mess around with things. Well, mess around, you've done well. Would you like to help me, you know, sprinkle some crumbs and seeds in the feeders? Oh, that'd be wonderful, Feed yes. The birds. I'm a druid. I'm a druid. Yes, I... I take care of birds and animals. Oh, that must explain why you so diligently put the ladder back together. Yes. Well, I don't see the connection, but... Well, because you were trying to help me help the birds. Of course, yes, yes, yes. Let me... Let's go. Let's go oh, up there. Maybe we should put some wheels in the ladder. Bryn, I don't... Yes. I don't think that's the safest idea. Well, he can rotate it around the tree much easier. Hmm. Yes. We'll think. <gasps> Maybe we need a giant ladder with the wheels to get onto the dragon. Well, now you're talking. I like that idea, yes. If it's sleeping, we can wheel it up to him and climb atop him. Then we put the straight jacket on. Mm, yes. But we have to make sure that the wheels aren't squeaky, otherwise we'll wake up the dragon. Well, you'll have to oil them up, wouldn't you? Hmm. Yes. You, Fabian, uh, note taker, take notes. <laughs> you see Fabian sort of take a sigh. And roll his eyes. Yes, well, Fagan is taking notes and you are thinkering. I'll go up the tree a second with our good friend here. Tinkle Nook. I want to see these tree houses up close. So as you're climbing up the ladder with Tinkle Nook, you notice that he's wearing a, an oversized satchel. You can see an assortment of brushes and bits of paint sort of poking out from the sides and some artistic tools. As you are at the top of the tree now, you notice that each of these birdhouses is uniquely crafted and painted. Some of them adorned with intricate carvings, others decorated with almost miniature landscapes. They seem very well put together, nicely carved. You're inspecting these birdhouses and you can hear the soft chirping and tweeting of birds nearby, getting closer as they can sense that their gnomish friend is coming to place seed in their birdhouses. This is astonishing work. Oh, well, thank you. It's beautiful. I'm glad you like them. It brings me peace coming out here and to the birds. I can see why. You see they're coming close to you now on one of the branches. A small group of colourful birds, each one different from the next. They seem completely unafraid by your presence and sit there singing their cheerful melodies. Tinkle Nook starts pouring some seed into the birdhouses. The birds start coming playfully and, you know, taking up some of the, the seeds and nuts that he's placing. He offers you a small pouch with some of the seed and beckons you to, to do the same. Yeah, I put my hand into the bag. Take some of the seed out and sprinkle it over the feeders. Here you go, little birdies. Eat. Eat up. You need to grow into strong birdies. Big birdies. So yeah, as you're sprinkling these these seeds and feed, the birds start playfully coming around and, again, like they were doing with Tinkle Nook, taking some of the seed, flying off to another branch, starting to sing, another one comes, takes its place, flutters and flies over to the other side. All the birds seem... Very happy and very content to be there, being fed in this whimsical tree filled with very colourful and artistic birdhouses. Well, thank you for that, True. Oh, the pleasure has been all mine. This is so peaceful and calming, as you said, and well, I wish I wish I could live here. Well, I could. I could turn into a, one of these little birdies and make my home in here. You could turn into a birdie. Yes, I'm a druid. I can shapeshift into animals. 
Oh, can you turn into triangles and squares? No, don't turn into shapes, but animals. I could turn into a birdie and live here with you in the calmness of these birdhouses. I'd, I would love to be able to do that, but unfortunately, I'm on a quest and people are depending on me. Oh, well, then I won't keep you much longer. Mm-hmm. I was going to ask if you wanted to split some mushroom bread, but if you're off to an omen guard, I'm sure they'll, you'll get your fill there. Yes, I will. But now you understand why I come here. The chaos in Nomengard sometimes. It's a bit much even for, for me, for a gnome. I completely understand you, yes. Well, I won't keep you any longer. Off you go. Mm. If you want to come and feed the birds again, you're more than welcome to, to join me. Yes, yes. On my way down from killing the dragon, I'll come visit you. Come visit our friends here, the birds. I would like that very much. Well, you know where, where I am now. Hmm. It's with heavy heart I need to bid farewell to you birds and to you too, Tinkle Nook, as I start walking down the ladder. It's been great to know you, but we must go on. Oh, a pleasure to meet you too, and thank you so much for helping me with my ladder. Goodbye. Farewell. Fabian, if you've done taking notes, let's continue. Yes, I've written giant ladder of doom which will kill us all. Good. With wheels. With wheels, yes, of course. Okay, let's carry on. So you continue the... The march up this path and finally you arrive at the base of the mountain a massive monolith that looms above you stony facade adorned with patches of frost the waterfall erosion here has carved out a natural concavity creating the breathtaking spectacle that you witnessed last time you were here as you recall the roaring waterfall cascades down creating a cloud of mist that hangs in the air like ethereal silk and i think this is a good place to end tonight's session before we venture into the Kingdom of Gnome and God. Mm, just at the doors. Teasing you. Just getting you there to to make you wait a few more days. Although for our listeners, it'll be a week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed this week's episode, which is... We just had a more jovial tone with Bryn and Tinklenook than last week's episode. And as we say each week, if you want to hear us talk a little bit more about the episode that we've just played... Be sure to head on over to www.i2td.com and follow the links to our Buy Me a Coffee page. There you can join one of our membership tiers and you can get access to exclusive mini bite-sized podcast episodes where we discuss the session that's just been played. Yeah, I've got a question for you. Oh, already? Straight off the bat? Yeah. Before we even go into all the juicy stuff of Buy Me a Coffee. Is Tinkle Nook made up or is it part of the... Of the campaign, but don't answer me. Ooh, you'll have to tune in to our Into the Studio episodes to find out. That's right. And also in Buy Me a Coffee, you can find our shop where you can choose to buy and donate certain items. Some of them are already sold out, but we have some potions and some other stuff that you can check out there. You can also donate health potions as a one-off donation to help us choose shrubberies and us into the dungeon as a podcast. And by doing so, it's your opportunity to be a part of the stories we tell and influence the adventures we play, as the items you purchase or the potions you donate will appear in-game with a nice little shout-out. If you can't donate or can't become a member, don't worry, you can still help us tremendously. You are already doing so by listening to these episodes, obviously. But if you leave a like, a comment, anywhere... You know, interact and give us a recommendation. We'd appreciate it tremendously and it would help us out a lot too. That brings us on to 
the end of the episode club. The last one standing. The fight is on. For the Kijo Masperada. Yes. An esteemed title that you will get if you use a password. Insert it in a comment somewhere, like on Discord, Twitter, X, anywhere we are. And we'll read them all. And we'll laugh and we'll cry. And we'll go, huh? <laughs> and then. If you don't know what that sound is, uh, we've just betrayed our age. And anyway, yes, you can become El Kijomas Brother, where we will give you a little title in Discord. Also, keep your comment up there on one of our channels for prosperity. And you can gloat that you are this week's El Kijomas Brother. So what's today's password, Big Al? Well, this week's past Kijomas Brother, I'll say, is Anthony. Maybe it's something we could do from now on. Give a shout out to the past week's Kijomas Brother. Mm. So Anthony. Um, all hail the Kijomas Brother. Uh, all hail. Long live El Kijomas Brother. Anyway, sorry, we're getting sidetracked here. Today's password is Bury the Hatchet. That's awesome. Nice little throw to the actual burying of that cursed axe as well. Mm, yeah, that's right. I came up with one when we were doing all those grunts as well, but yours is better because it's more linked to the episode. Mine is just... It just popped into my head when we're doing those grunts. We didn't say where they came from. If you know, you know. And if you don't know, this popped into my head. Gnome improvement. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, that's your clue. If you don't know where those grunts come from, think gnome improvement. Gnome improvement. (laughs) But the password, remember, is bury the hatchet yeah you don't get any points if you use no improvements you'll be disqualified like we had to disqualify bardock germs for the latest kijomas Frada. did we disqualify him? i disqualified him oh. i took matters into my own hands the password was supposed to be old acquaintances and he wrote old orc acquaintances actually we, quite like that we should yeah, come up with that exactly <laughs> that's why he was disqualified <laughs> you leave the clever you leave the thinking to Fabian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, leave the clever uh, play on words to us here. <laughs> yeah, it's just fooling around in Discord. Well, there you have it. Use the password in a comment somewhere that we can read. And we won't keep you any further as we go off into the studio now to record the bite-sized bonus little episode for you B-Mackers, the Buy Me A Coffee supporters. And we hope you join us next week as we delve into Into the the dungeon. dungeon. A jabber jabber. A jabber jabber. A jabber jabber. He'll keep buying me stuff. <laughs> oh, is your sugar daddy, is he? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. It was a wonderful potion she t- she mentioned, and it gave you wonderful stuff. Oh, look who doesn't remember now. She said that she next time she would be here, she would leave some for you. Oh, well, you're a DM. <laughs> That's easy for you to remember. But it was Fabian. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Quite an impressive badger you got there as well. <laughs> oh, Caspus is quite cuddly. Mm, yes. So is Murgub. 
Was that you suckling on my thumb then last night? <laughs> what? What? That's, uh, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> okay. Why would I be sucking on his thumb? <laughs> well, last time I ate that, I turned blue, so oh, I think I'll pass. Blue. Yes. Those are more Smurfs than gnomes. Well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. They mentioned that you, you killed a barrel. Well, and you munched a carpet. Cut the carpet, cut the carpet.